stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 43 and I am Tani Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. Let's debunk some more junk. Yeah, what kind of BS Tani? you got today? <laughs> well, plenty. <laughs> Depending on who you ask, some might say more than others. <laughs> well. Some might say more than others. <laughs> more than others? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't who know. knows? I, I know what I meant to say. That just didn't come quite. I, I messed you up. Be, I interrupted your, we nah. are here to debunk the junk. No, no, I just decided to try and get cutesy and it didn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, well. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Yeah, so I didn't nail it out of the gate. But yeah, that's okay. Nevertheless. Well, uh, good to see you, Tawny. Yeah, nice to see you uh, too. And thanks to all of you for joining us. If you are listening live, thank you so much for doing so. If you are listening as a podcast, thank you so much for subscribing and for leaving comments for us. Really appreciate that. If you're watching on our YouTube channel at Breaking Up from our Breaking Up with our BS, how do we look? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to. We're not color coordinated today. No, but... no, that doesn't always happen. But Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. and of course, you can also join our Facebook page at Breaking Up with our BS to get content in between episodes, uh, interact with us more directly. And Tawny is offering her six week six week self mastery course. Mm-hmm. Which how's that going for people? It is going really well. Yeah. And for the month of June. In addition to, for anybody who registers in the month of June, they get an extra free complimentary, well, that means the same thing, um, coaching (laughs) session with me um, if they register in the month of June. Okay. So you can go to unperfectyourself.com. Ooh. Register there, and we're going to unperfect you. And I cannot recommend that highly enough. Uh, the longtime listeners of this show know that where all this started was me working with Tawny in, in a coaching capacity. And uh, it it's helpful. It's It could be good. So that's great. Yeah. Super right, fun. So unperfectyourself.com. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's June. So you got a month to act. Yes. Everybody? Okay. Yes. All right. So, so, you know, there's always so many places we could go. Mm-hmm. Anything... For talking about today, anything coming to mind for you that sounds like could be a fun thing to talk about or anything your clients have been bringing up on a regular basis? Mm, yeah, such a great question. Great question. And I feel like um, you ask me that question every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if what happens when I turn it back to you. Oh, I ha- you had this look in your eye. I know. I just thought I want to do something a little different today. Uh, so you, you I know. know what? I saw it. I just went for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen it before. Yeah, that, yeah. You have the tell when I can tell you that you're about to turn the table. I like to think I have a nice perf, uh, like poker face, and I think most of lots of times do. I do. I do. do, and then sometimes I just like to get the heart rate up a little bit. Well, I think what happens is is in when you really connect with somebody in a conversation, <laughs> you you can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Like I could feel that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's going to yeah. do something a little different. Yeah. Um. Well, one, if so if you're asking me. I am. I am. Uh, boy, there's a lot of things that came up this week uh, in various areas. Uh, you know, one thing that, that I know we've talked a little bit about before is this idea of settling for things mm-hmm. in life. A handful of episodes ago, we talked about uh, expectations. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and and so this maybe is related in okay. some ways to that. Okay. But uh, I've seen it. I've seen and heard in conversations, not just this past week, but for a while now, of people having this fear of settling or, you know, particularly when something happens that they weren't expecting, uh, the end of a relationship or a job challenge or a family challenge, this fear of settling for something that's less than ideal or um, or maybe also a fear of not getting what they think, what they're really shooting for in life, so they have to settle for less. Mm-hmm that a lot. And so what does settle mean? To me? Sure. Uh, I know less and less. I don't think about things in terms of settling too much anymore. Uh, but the way it comes across to me when I, when I observe these things in people is that settling means you stop trying for the things mm-hmm. you really want. Okay, stop, stop trying. Stop is- working for it or stop doing things to get there. Okay. Okay. So it's sort of like this, just, I'm, you don't have a plan or goal or something. Or giving up on something that you're wanting to take something a little less than that. And because, like, how would we, how do we know when it's time to settle? That's always been my question. (laughs) I don't know. If, If we're defining settle like that, like, I don't know. Meaning, if that's the definition of settling. Right. Like, at what point are we deciding, now's the time? Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And I guess that's that's the question that, that if, I, if I'm in a situation where <laughs> I'm being asked my opinion, mm-hmm. I probably would ask a similar question. It's like, well, how do you know you're settling? Yeah. Um, because it, it seems to me that there's a perceived ideal there rather than a concrete possibility of something or or I don't know I'm I'm speaking real generalities yeah. but the where where I've heard it is in relationships with people saying I feel like I'm with this person there they might not be the the person for me because mm-hmm. a b and c yeah I feel like I would be settling if I continued with this or job wise is the other place I hear that I I feel like I'm settling for something in my work that isn't really what I want. Sometimes I hear that from the same person. <laughs> you know what? It's it's so funny. I'm trying not to chuckle here a little bit because it's so true. Like we have these ideas yeah. about how life is supposed to be, what job I'm supposed to be doing, what kind of person I'm supposed to be with, or, you know, my ideal. You mentioned ideal mm-hmm. earlier, right? So if I'm not, if I don't get my ideal, then I'm settling for less. Yes. And and underneath all of this, there's a lot of um, um, imp- importance of like what can we control and what can we not control. Like, like we've got to be able to see what pieces of this are we able to control and what we can't control. That's number one, yeah. right? Because sometimes we're like, okay, I'm looking for the perfect mate. Okay, and so then I, I meet somebody who maybe doesn't reach that perfect ideal, but is yeah, maybe a, a good enough mate here. Do, do I just keep looking for perfection so that I don't settle? And what does that even then look like and mean? So I think mm-hmm. there's some perfectionistic types of ideas here 
that um, that kind of uh, get coupled with settling? Like if you didn't have the perfectionist ideas, would settling even be a thing? I don't think so. Because there's acceptance that's hanging out over here too. Like, hi, like Mm -hmm. look, you know, waiting to be seen also. And we can talk about acceptance versus settling a little bit too. Oh, yeah. But I think perfectionism or having this perfect or ideal Mm -hmm. drives this whole settling thing. It seems to be, it seems like it, and at least in, in cases that I'm I'm thinking about in this moment, that some of those ideals aren't even based in reality. They're pedestalizing, you know, maybe an ideal type of person that really doesn't exist or a ideal job dynamic or scenario that doesn't really exist. Um, to me, the danger has always seemed, and I've been guilty of this in the past, you're setting up a standard that is not based on experience or anything like what is actually out there in a job or a person or a situation. And the danger, it seems to me, is you're setting yourself up to never find those things or that you would you think you'll be happy with because they'll never meet that standard. Mm-hmm. Right. So almost like setting ourselves up to settle. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Or at least to have the angst about whether you're supposed to settle or not. Absolutely. Oh, man. And 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 then also like the setting ourselves up to just exhaust ourselves after a while, because if yeah. we keep looking for something that is perfect, even um, shiny wears off. <laughs> right. So sometimes we think, oh, this is perfect, only to realize six months later, this it's is not perfect. Not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect. <laughs> so then I got to go out again and look for perfect. Yeah. So this perfection thing is a troublesome beast. It is because I can understand on a certain degree, like with a job or with, you know, part, you know, either finding a partner or, or maintaining a relationship with a partner that, you know, standards, you know, things you're looking for, expectations, agreements, as we've talked about on this show mm-hmm. before matter. Right. So it, it doesn't just mean necessarily that anything will work. You just, you know, just take what take what shows up and be fine with it. And yet you're exactly right. We it seems like we're settling we're setting ourselves up to have to settle or confront that idea, which is a recipe for dis ease, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And lack of satisfaction, a lot of stress. Uh and I've seen that in the situations that I'm talking about. You know, I've I've observed them of late in several different places. And I think what rolls around with that too sometimes is apathy. Right? We get to a place of like, ugh. I give up already. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to settle and I'm not going to care about a thing anymore. Right? Like we've all been there for a moment or two. Oh, yeah. Right? But sometimes we can stay there way too long. Mm -hmm. And and that's rough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, I, I wonder... You know, we get a lot of messaging around all that, right? Around, you know, always shooting for what you want and not settling. You hear that a lot. But the the language and what that actually means is so vague. Because it's usually coming in these little bite-sized snippets, right? Something from a a TV show we like or a meme that we saw or a short conversation with with friends where those, and they tend to be those conversations where you know exactly what that friend's about to say because that's what they fall back on Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, those moments. And it just doesn't seem all that helpful, and yet we're bombarded by that. Another one of those cases, it seems to me, like you and I talk about on the show a lot, where 
something that we think we understand what it means, when we really stop and examine it for a minute, realize it doesn't explain a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, so so with that, so settling and acceptance you you put together. Yeah. It seems to me what if if all that's the BS story, how do we break up with that? Right. So certainly if settling is the bad guy and acceptance is the good guy, right? We've kind of right, you know, what what whether we sort of are connected to those two words or not, I mean, they, they sort of settling is the bad guy and acceptance is settling the bad guy. Settling is so. the red lightsaber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Star Wars again. Star Wars. It's yes, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> or, or, or the peas and carrots. There we go. Okay. All right. Something a little more. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Anyways. This, sorry. Yeah. Okay. You were saying? We got sidetracked. Um. So, yeah. So, um. There, there's a, there's an energy about settling that wherever it came from, it's a bad thing. Don't settle. We hear this all, all the time. Like yeah, you said, that's the bad guy. Yeah, and and we do know that there's something about acceptance. Acceptance doesn't have as bad of a rap until and if we associate settling with acceptance, mm-hmm. right? So that sometimes happens. Yes. When I talk to my clients and, and I hear and when I'm, we're talking about acceptance, but I don't want to settle. Um, but we're talking about two different things. We right. weren't talking about settling. Right. Because right? there's something empowering about acceptance. Mm-hmm. Acceptance is, is, is an ability to really see what's real. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and have some clarity. And settling can be based completely off of all the BS stories that we hold. Yeah. Attached to those maybe unreasonable or unrealistic expectations, right? Acceptance isn't about unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and and more around being able to see clearly yeah. and then acting from there, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And I would seem to me, you can do that no matter how it feels. Oh, um, oh absolutely. Absolutely. Which, which means you don't have to like it. Oh, no. To accept yeah. it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. That trips people up, too, I think, sometimes. And and even though we don't like it, it can still be empowering. I mean, mm-hmm. that because anytime we're in reality, clearly, whether we like it or not, it's because <laughs> there's a lot of reality that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're in reality, even though we don't necessarily like it, we can still accept it. Right. We can still see it clearly. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the settling part is 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 a strange way of sort of getting out of reality. That's true. Right. That's like like I don't want to look at reality. So here I am settling um, and it's maybe my fault, maybe someone else's fault. Who and who knows? The right? universe's fault. Right. And, and here I am just having to do this. Mm-hmm. It's disempowering, and it's not about reality at all. So reality does include discomfort. Comes back time and time again, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. And and what comes up for me with that is that, that that by itself can be the the discomfort can indicate, I think, sometimes to people that they're settling or that they should or that they might be or that they could or that that's the choice that's they're facing when really it's just discomfort with maybe not knowing. What to do? Because yeah. in the end, if it's about a relationship or a job or whatever it might be, it's really about what are you choosing to do with this, 
right? If you're in a relationship you're not sure about, you have to choose whether you're going to stay in it or not. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, or if you're going to give it more time, you know, or you're going to choose to be more invested and, mm-hmm. and see more or less mm-hmm. in a job. Are you going to choose to see if you can move up in the company or choose to change your job or choose to, mm-hmm. you know, rather than, and it just seems like it doesn't require a huge whole scale reframing to be away from the settling idea and actually be in a more empowered position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think if if we're going to associate discomfort with settling and not with acceptance, then this whole thing's going to be a whole lot more confusing. No kidding. Right? Because discomfort is a part of settling and it's a part of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so it's, it's like friends with both, kind of just... <laughs> You know, hangs out with both. Mm-hmm. But acceptance with discomfort is going to be a whole lot more clear and in reality and present mm-hmm. than the discomfort with settling. So it's not about trying to make discomfort more comfortable. Yeah. This isn't what we're talking about. Right. It's that both of these are uncomfortable, yes. Mm-hmm. And, but one is empowering and one is inherently disempowering. And we have choice. Yeah. Which one do we want to hang out with? Right. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. They don't They don't exist independently of our own choices, it seems to me. No, we have choice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, the question popped into my mind as you were talking about that. So is maybe on some level this desire to not settle on some level an attempt to avoid discomfort? Because if... We're not settling. We have certainty. That's the message. That's the story. Mm-hmm. If I'm not settling, I'm certain that this is where I want to be. This is what it's going to give me. I'm going to be happy, fulfilled, lacking discomfort. Is that a, is that a motive possibly for this idea of not wanting to settle, yeah, avoiding discomfort? It probably could be. I think, I think the messaging of, um, I think that is more around perfectionist conditioning. Oh, ideas that we've, you know, all grown up with. Okay. Right. So a good person doesn't settle or a successful person doesn't settle or uh, whatever, whatever, you know, you, you know, keep, keep after it. Um, Don't quit. Right. And, and, and I don't know if that's necessarily about discomfort as much as it is about that idea that we are all supposed to strive towards some kind of successful mm. accomplishment. Mm. And and we all, we all, many of us want it to be a big one. <laughs> right. It's got to be a home run. Right. It's got to be the big, huge thing that we've got to get to. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we quit this, yep. then we're settling. Whether it is the perfect relationship mm-hmm. or the perfect job or role or mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. or whether it's, you know, something something else. Right, and our lives will be less than they could be if we stop mm-hmm. pursuing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So all the while, we might be striving for any and all of that and not even really realize whether or not we actually want it <laughs> or whether or not we're actually seeing clearly. Yeah. Because you think about work. So we get this great role that we love and it's perfect (laughs) and we are so excited we have arrived. All it takes for that to change is a new boss. 
<laughs> and we don't have control over that at all. That's right. All of a sudden, six months into this perfect scenario, we get a new boss. It's no longer perfect. We don't have control over any of it. So settling, if we have this mindset around settling, right, we might make particular choices, right? Right. And we might think about ourselves in particular ways. And if we can see clearly, like, yeah, this is what work is. Yeah, yeah. I'm accepting that I don't have control over this. This happens. Yeah. And this might mean it might be best for me to make a shift or learn to live with the new reality. Yeah. Or, or the, yeah. Or the reality is if I go to another place too, I'm in the same boat, mm-hmm. right? This can happen at any place I go to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being clear, you know, when, when we have an ability to really see the landscape clearly, we typically then can make a better choice for ourselves, whatever that means for us. But if we're just going to go off and look for the next perfect place, mm-hmm. well, we may find it for a hot second and then that changes or we may not. So just mm-hmm. that drive to perfect mm-hmm. is going to create some problems for us. Yeah. Because then, like, say, you know, follow out that scenario. I've seen this happen where something like that shifts, the ideal quote-unquote situation changes. Somebody goes, look, I'm going to look for a new job. They look, but because they, they're coming from that perspective, they can't find the perfect situation. Mm-hmm. So they stay in the job or they feel they have to because they're ding, 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 settling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, the job is the same job they were hired for. It's paying them what it's paying them. The start and end times are the same. Coworkers may shift slightly, but the framework around it is has been completely changed by their own decision to call it settling or think they have to find the perfect situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just the parameters of settling or per- perfection, right? So if if we went into a job and we we enjoyed the job. And, wow, there's some really great things about this job. This is going to be so fun to do this particular thing and that particular thing. I'm really excited about this and the other. And But I, I, it's, it's a job. And, and this can change at any moment. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to enjoy it in the way that it is right now. In the now. Mm-hmm. And then when things change, because they will, then I'm going to find other things to enjoy about this as long as I want to do this job right right and not have any further expectations than that around it being perfect yeah yeah that could help it could and that that's that's a subtle yet significant Mm -hmm. shift yeah hard to see too those options when when the fear of am i settling or i need to or the the disease that can come if you're telling yourself you're settling that'd be really hard to see that Oh, what's yeah, that that's a lot of discomfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when that mindset or those BS stories support. So like settling, like that's that was my, you know, if we circle back around to, you know, talking starting to talk about settling, and when I said like what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what is it even really? It doesn't have to be even a word we use. Yeah, it's kind of a BS story just by itself. Mm-hmm. It's no just settling because the the choice is there. Mm-hmm. You know. And of course, it, it, it raises also another question we don't have as much time to go into, uh, that maybe the problem is, is that we're seeing everything, is the next thing, whether it's the next relationship or that ideal one or the ideal job is to be the thing that is going to set us. 
that will become bedrock, that will stay, that will give us what we need, that'll be the big benchmark that we've arrived, that there's meaning or whatever. When really what you're suggesting is by staying present, staying in the moment, whether it is or whether it isn't, it doesn't really matter because you're showing up for what's happening right now. Because relationships change, jobs change, Mm -hmm. temperaments change, Mm -hmm. needs change in a job, in a relationship, priorities change. So we can accept that on some level and make better choices in the now, or we cannot accept it and cause ourselves a whole lot of discomfort that maybe we're not ready to sit with. Because there's going to be discomfort anyway. Well, it's it just matter. How much do you want to struggle? <laughs> right? Like if, if you want to continue to try to control things that you can't control, mm-hmm. that equals you will struggle more than you need to. Yeah. I mean, that's just the facts. But that's the choice as opposed to it just happening because life isn't fair. Oh, sure. Or the universe is out to get me or my past is hindering me or whatever story. Oh, totally. We want to come yeah. up with. Absolutely. Right. So that's the part of being, you know, sort of like weighted by the stories Oof. that is going to create more struggle no matter what we're doing with those. Man. And we think they're real and they're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, the, we've, but, you know, we've been conditioned to believe that we shouldn't settle. So whatever that means to us, we keep charging right ahead or we become apathetic. Mm-hmm. And if we took settle out of our vocabulary, like when you hear and see all the memes and all the like, don't settle, keep going. Like, think about that for a minute. Just take a pause. Mm-hmm. Right. And and come back to what you value. Mm-hmm. You know, for the listeners, come back to what is important to you mm-hmm. um, that that you feel in your body. Yeah. Right. Come back yeah. to that for a hot second. Mm-hmm. That that settling is 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 from a thinking space. Yeah. Right. Like check in with your body and see what that that feels like, because the reality is, is you might have changed your mind. That's right. (laughs) Your body might have said, hey, hello, Mm -hmm. we (laughs) We want to do something different. different." Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So so it sounds like we should take settling and just put it in that little green doggy bag. Mm -hmm. The green doggy bag. Green doggy bag Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just toss it off to the side Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't serve us. Yeah. Be interesting. Take that out of the equation, all of you who are listening, and see what shifts. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving yourself that vocabulary, see what options come out there for you. So, okay. Wow. All right. There you How'd have I it. do with the curveball? Yeah, I thought you did great. Oh, thank you. This was so good. It went by lickety split. It did, as always. Mm-hmm. It always. Mm-hmm. So thank you again for tuning in for this episode of Breaking Up with RBS. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Who knows? (laughs) Until then, I'm J.D.K. Winnikin. And I'm Tawny Santabria. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Yes. I don't think he felt anything after the crash. Who's that, Janio?